Hi, I'm Susan Raff, and welcome to Real Talk. Our discussion today is about inflation. It's affecting just about everyone. We're paying more for just about everything these days. Big news uh, for the economy this week. The Fed's decided to raise the interest rate, uh, probably the highest rate we've seen maybe ever or certainly in a very long time, three quarters of a percent. So what does that mean for inflation? And will we see prices go down? Joining us this morning is Eric McCauley. Eric McCauley is a finance professor at Quinnipiac University. So we want to thank you for joining us here on Real Talk. Right? Happy to be here. Thank you. This is a real issue for a lot of people. Uh, you know, we have seen uh, the highest gas prices. Uh, we go to the grocery store now. We're paying more for just about everything. How serious is inflation? Uh, it, it's pretty serious, as you mentioned. It impacts the con- first, certainly the consumer. Right? Most of your viewers here. It impacts businesses as well. Uh, travel, shipping costs, etc. Probably the largest change in 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 costs of the energy costs. You know, the oil, the gas at the gas pump. Right, and the Feds have been talking for a while about raising interest rates, uh, and so we expected it uh, to happen. This is a pretty significant increase so we, we haven't seen this kind of hike in what 28 years 28 years that's right this is a large change so the absolute level of rates are still relatively low but the change itself was very large right and you know economics uh 101 uh, to me is that they raise the interest rates which uh slow downs slow da- slows down the demand for goods uh and takes cash out of the economy but at the same time, it makes some things more expensive for us. Loans, mortgages, cars, right? Yeah, that is correct. And, that, and hence, that is what drives the demand a bit lower. So if you think about a, an automobile, let's think about housing for a second. Mortgage rates, I would say, three or so months ago, three to six months ago, were three-ish percent, 30-year mortgage rates. Now, as of the other day, it was six point something percent, so low sixes. That's a big, big difference in your monthly payment if you're looking to buy a house. So what we've seen is mortgage applications have declined significantly since that, since the uh, increases in rates, as well as not necessarily the the hardcore demand, but but the delay in how long it takes to sell a house. People are thinking more about it at this point. So it is impacting prices in that way. Certainly housing prices, you can think of it the same way as an auto loan. Right. And housing prices have been expensive uh, for a while. I mean, they may have dropped a little bit, I know. But in the past year, a lot of people were saying, you know, this is certainly a seller's market. And if you're going to sell your house, now's the time to to sell it. Uh, So with, with that, if houses are already expensive, add to that, you're going to pay more for that mortgage. Uh, that's going to probably price out a lot of people who really want to buy or need to buy a home. Correct. Yes. And it'll certainly get people to think twice about stretching for a home, right? It may not decrease the aggregate demand immediately, but if you're buying, if you want to go stretch for a home, you're probably going to think about that twice. Right. And renting is no bargain either. I mean, you don't have a mortgage, but rental market, I'm told that rents are are going up significantly as well. So people are getting hit everywhere. Yeah, exactly. 
Where's the Absolutely. end? <laughs> Where's the end? <laughs> Where's the there's end? De- now, there's a big debate about, about the end. Um, the, the plan for interest rates, they're going to increase throughout the end of the year. The goal is to get that short-term interest rate to roughly 3%, three and a quarter or something like that. Um, by that point, we should see inflation come down, but I wouldn't expect it to come down all the way down to the target, which is 2%. That typically takes a little bit of a longer time, but we should definitely see the change in trajectory within the next few months. So you think the feds are going to drop that uh, spike, that it's going to come down at some point? It's just a temporary measure? Yeah, so portions of the economy like housing and like autos and some services should be pretty directly impacted by this rate hike. There are certain other pieces of the economy that may not be, which is um, where we have supply issues. So components for your car, things like that. This may not alleviate that, right? Right, because we have other issues here. We have supply chain issues and we have uh, the war in Ukraine. How significant is that? I mean, we know that that affects uh, energy prices uh, and that's what's happening at the pump. How else does the war in Ukraine? We have a food shortage, right, with grain that's being held up. Yeah, so there's a a lot going on with the the war in Ukraine and that's still a very volatile situation. It's sort of of taken, I hate to say it, it's almost taken a backseat, even though it should not have. Right. There's a lot of other things going on, but um, the volatility will, will continue because of that. What can it admit? Go ahead. I'll say and, and, the, and the energy prices should stay remain elevated until we can start producing more oil on a regular basis. So that sounds like it could be here for a while. I mean, whether Connecticut suspends the gas tax, which is, uh, I believe, um, going to be suspended until December 1st. Uh, many people aren't really seeing much of a difference these days simply because of the fact that gas prices are so high. Yeah, and it's helping a bit. It's helping a bit. We've seen gas prices, uh, excuse me, oil prices come down in the last few days. But again, it's, it's a real supply, supply demand issue as opposed to um, how interest rates will impact it. Could this backfire, raising the interest rate so high? Could it really impact the housing market? I mean, people are employed in that. And if people are not selling or buying uh, and that drastically uh, comes down, I mean, are there real significant economic impacts because of that? That's a great question. There could be for sure. So, you know, the, the term in the industry now is the Fed's trying to thread the needle, right? So they're trying to be very careful about, be aggressive with, taming inflation, but they have to be extremely careful about growth. So it, it, it could, the goal is to reduce growth and to reduce the inflation. Right. Cause I have a However, good friend, of, a good friend of mine is self-employed. She has a company, she does uh, uh, mortgages and she's been very busy refinancing. Nobody's doing that these days. Not many. Right. That demand <laughs> has gone, gone down quite a bit. Right. Um, how long could this last inflation? And, you know, really at this time, you know, and we've had COVID, so we've had some job losses. I mean, people, you know, are living on fixed incomes. They may not be able to afford uh, some of these goods and services. How long could this last? Um, where inflation is now, it could last quite a while. So it could last, it could last a year plus at this point, yeah. What really about- depends on some of these, what we deemed as transitory in the past. So if we, if our supply chain issues um, resolve themselves very quickly, then we could see a, a much quicker drop. But typically it'll take up to a year or so to get really down to where we want the inflation to be. 
Let's take a look at the stock market, which reacted yesterday uh, to the announcement of the hike in the interest rate, uh, which was kind of good, encouraging, but it's back down again today. Uh, we've had a fairly good bull market. I wouldn't know if it's a bull market, but we've had a fairly good uh, return on investment for a few years now. Uh, and, you know, the stock market does come with ebbs and flows. Um, what do you think this will mean for people who have uh, 401ks, who have retirement funds, pensions, uh, investments? What should people know when they see this kind of, uh, you know, economic change? So the good thing about the stock market is, is it's typically ahead of anything that the, the government or the Fed would do. So stock prices are all about anticipating what's going to happen. So we've seen much of the decline already. So we're down 23-ish percent on the S&P year to date. Uh, the NASDAQ, which has a lot more technology companies, is down more than that. Um, but what, what people can expect in their portfolios, they shouldn't expect a whipsaw back like, like we've had in the last few years. Um, We'll probably have some more pressure on stocks, I would think, in the next six months to a year. But then we, we should hopefully level out and come back. So it could take a, quite a while to get back to our recent peaks. But that doesn't necessarily mean we're always going to be in decline. I hope that makes sense. Um, in periods like this, everything, you know, each period is different, of course, with the circumstances. But, you know, in a bear market, which we're technically in now, you could argue that we're technically in a bear market at this point. Um, 25 to 35% is your watermark for down. There's been, more, there's been markets that have been lower than that, of course. But if you take that as a, as a standard, you probably have a little bit more to go over the next year or so. And it could take a year or two to get back to, or more, to where we peaked. It doesn't necessarily mean that we are um, going to be down all the time. So people should expect, we'll call it downward to a sideways market for, for quite a few, uh, few months to a year or so. Right. And it's hard for people who are planning uh, to retire in a year. They've mm -hmm. seen their portfolios go down uh, quite a bit. And some people are second guessing themselves saying maybe, you know, six months ago or a year things were good. Maybe uh, they should have cut back at that time. But it's hard to know uh, the market or, or you pay someone to know the market for you. <laughs> it's, it's very hard to time the market, very hard to time the market and predict ahead of time like that. Um, but just general advice for people is that you should really be checking your allocations regularly, meaning your allocations, how much you have in stock, how much you have in bonds, shorter terms uh, throughout your, your, your life. I mean, someone who's 22 has a different perspective than someone who's uh, in their 50s and getting, certainly getting ready to retire. So you should definitely hire a professional, talk to somebody who can walk you through that and balance out your portfolio a bit. So the shocks like we've been having in the last couple of months aren't as uh, aren't as hard for you. Okay, so it's a good advice coming out today. So with your uh, finances, take another look at it to see what your risk exposure is, right? What you're willing to accept, where you are in life. Uh, and as for inflation, uh, the, uh, the Fed's decision to raise interest rates will uh, eventually help uh, to bring uh, the cost of some goods down, but it's gonna take a while. This is very sobering, this conversation. <laughs> It is. It is. And uh, we needed to raise the rates. Uh, I think a lot of people agree with that. The reason the stock market, part of the reason the stock market was up yesterday is because generally speaking, people wanted the Fed to be more aggressive. So initially they were raising by 
0.5% or 50 basis points, and they were going to do it over a longer stretch. The consensus in the market was, why don't we just get this over with? You're going to try and get to 3%. Why don't you just get there faster? And they responded in kind and the, and the market, quote unquote, like that. Kind of rip the Band-Aid off right away. Rip the Band-Aid off a little, a little more. Absolutely. Yeah. Some people were looking for 1% yesterday. I feel like somehow we're, we're hemorrhaging. You know, the other... Uh, point is that, you know, uh, people's salaries and, uh, you know, wages. I mean, you know, a lot of, I mean, some industries are paying well, but a lot of people, you know, are not getting paid enough to uh, make up for what they're paying in goods and services, you know, a one or a 2% raise, uh, you know, so while inflation goes up, salaries uh, are kind of flat, right? That's tough. And that hurts. Yeah, that typically doesn't keep up with, with headline inflation. So, um, and it's tough, tougher on folks that have retired and are more on a bit of a fixed income. They're relying on a fixed income period by period and, and their goods and services are going up. All right. So, so the, hurts them the, most. the bottom line is if, you know, if you're thinking of retiring, uh, to retiring, maybe you'll wait another year or two <laughs> before you do, if you can, yeah. who knows? Who knows? All right. Thank you very much for joining us on Real Talk. Uh, a sobering conversation, but one that really affects everybody, right? Inflation and what we pay, and it's our daily lives. So we wanted to give our viewers a chance to understand what's happening and what they can expect. Thank you again. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you. Take care.